Our culture might be telling you that your small daily choices don't matter, but every daily sip, bite, song, walk, prayer, chat, and snooze doesn't amount to nothing. It amounts to eternity. Welcome to the Daily Nothings Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Roach. Let's dive into what our world thinks means nothing. Hi, everybody. Hello. Happy um, everything is going on this week and the holidays are here and everything smells like orange and clove and balsam. How are we? <laughs> Megan, how are we? Let's hear it in the back. How's it going? We are excited. Everything is happening. <laughs> It is the week that everything begins. If you're listening to this at the top of the week, five stars for you. Uh, It's the week that we travel home. It's the week that we don't travel home. It's the week that we go and eat a lot of food on Thursday. It's the week that we punch each other in the face for a plasma screen on Friday. (laughs) It's the socially acceptable week to put that Christmas tree up if you Mm -hmm. haven't yet. In my opinion, you're tardy to the party, but that's just my two cents. It's the week that the Advent 2022 begins. Mm -hmm. And it's also that time of year. Megan and I were talking about this earlier. It's that time of year that your jeans just start to get a little bit tighter. And you're not really sure why. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You wonder, what am I doing (laughs) to make myself... Just a little bit warmer for the winter, you know, like, where am I putting all of my chicken nuggets? (laughs) It's in my waistline. And uh, we were just like, okay, how are we doing? Like, how the heck are you? And how are you feeling going into the holidays? Mm -hmm. And what should we talk about? And so many things came up. But in general, we're just going to chat a little bit about... Our tendencies, our honest tendencies around this time of year. And as I say our, I'm really just going to share mine. And mine are one of a kind. I, (laughs) as I've said in previous podcasts, think that I am a one of a kind individual. (laughs) (laughs) You are. We all are. But I am. We all are. You're one of a kind. You're one in a million. (laughs) (laughs) And... It is just, it really is something, the Roach traditions around this time of year. And I thought that I would just share my personal little Christmas tradition testimony um, and what I do each year, okay? And kind of going off of that, you know, we'll dive into more of the, like I say, meat and potatoes of the podcast. But I wanted to really start with what I do every year for Christmas because it is something else and I really think that everyone wants to hear about it. I know you, that Megan does. I it's it's worth hearing people. If you think this is boring, it, it is. won't be. <laughs> it is fun. I promise. I'm a psychopath, okay? And who <laughs> doesn't love way. listening to a psychopath story, okay? <laughs> All you people that watch serial killer documentaries, this episode's for you. I'm kidding. We know we hate those. Um Okay, so my holiday tendencies. I was raised by Mr. and Mrs. Claus. (laughs) And their names are Dennis and Cindy. (laughs) What a great way to say that. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, it's just the truth. I love my parents so, so much. I am so close to them. They listen to this podcast every week. It's so cute. I don't know if I've told you this, Megan, but the like 
they'll sit together in the living room oh and gosh, airplay really? my podcast on the TV oh, in our living room and just listen to it. Like That's it's like so an evening sweet. special. <laughs> I love it. They're the I best. I absolutely love them. And I also am like the queen of stirring the pot and making them scream at me. But like honesty <laughs> is our policy in the Roach Ranch. Yeah. And so that's just how I that's how I crumble the cookie. But <laughs> I was raised by Mr. and Mrs. Claus. Um, ever since I was a little girl, we always had Christmas trees in our bedrooms. This was a must. We started with the really little ones when my sister and I shared a bedroom. Just a little tabletop, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we quickly shifted gears because... <laughs> One must grow up, okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we had our own rooms, and that meant that we had our own full-size trees. (laughs) And yes, I mean full-size trees. I had a, I mean, we're looking at a four- to five-footer. I mean, she's big. And it is fake because fires are real, and my father is an insurance agent. Santa does affiliate with insurance (laughs) when he is in his off-season. And so I have my, my tree up and my sister's tree up. And then we kind of expanded on that, and we also have one in the living room and the family room. Mm -hmm. And then we have two in the basement as well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And all are full-size trees. These are not cute little accessories that you put a little tree up and maybe a little firefly light on there. No, ma'am. That's amateur. Like I mentioned in previous episodes, Williams-Sonoma would draw, draw their, whoa, drop their jaws (laughs) for... Our decorations. I yeah. mean, the six trees are phenomenal. Megan's seen it. It's amazing. Um, they all I have a theme. It. Yes, it's so much fun. We have uh, fresh pine candles all around the house mm-hmm. um, because my mom was raised with real trees, and so she mm-hmm. wants the smell. Mm-hmm. But Dennis, again, is a insurance agent, and so we will not have a real tree. Mm-hmm. And so we have to improvise with the candles, yeah, right? That works. All the details just for you guys. That's just how it works. Yeah. Um, and so with this, it's just always been crazy. I mean, like I, I posted on social media a few weeks ago that on November 4th, every year I put my tree up because when I was a little girl, I always wanted to put my tree up like right away. Like yeah. we're talking September. I was ready to go. Like it's, <laughs> there's a nip in the air. Let's skip Halloween altogether. Let's put the tree up. Mm-hmm. That's just the way that I am. A lot of people think that that is nuts behavior. I'm a good time though. Like you should have oh, yeah. me around. It's oh, a fun yeah. time to live this way. And so the reason why it's November 4th is because my sister's birthday is November 3rd, and my parents taught me that's not very nice to skip your sister's birthday and go straight to Christmas, (laughs) so you're going to have to wait until November 4th. So... As I've posted on my blog, Becoming Courtney, my Christmas decorations have been up in my room for quite some time now. Yeah. It's November 16th when I'm recording this, and I've been waking up to a fresh pine candle and a nice cup of peppermint mocha for quite some time. (laughs) And with that behavior comes many other catalysts of just indulging behaviors. I mean, this time of year, as we're going into Thanksgiving and Christmas, you can't tell me no. I'm going... (laughs) to splurge. I'm going to go to Starbucks whenever I want. I'm going to just buy the gift for the friend, even if it's a little bit too much, or let's be real, the gift for me, because I deserve it too. (laughs) I'm going to go to Chick-fil-A if I'm feeling it. I'm going to get another candle for the house because it's my way to give back. I'm going (laughs) to buy the new outfit for dinner. I'm going to make the reservations. Like I'm sounding like Sharpay Evans a little bit right now with this like very spoiled brat behavior. But when I was analyzing how I act this time of year, it's like, yeah, everyone likes hanging out with me because I'm ready to celebrate like come November 4th. I mean, realistically, November 1st when Starbucks drops those red cups. And so it's just like I am going, going, going. And 
it's a blast. I mean, oh, yeah. I've done it now for 27 years. It just keeps getting better. The closer we get to Thanksgiving, like, I am decorated right now, but my house isn't. So, like, I'll get home for Thanksgiving in the next few days. Mm-hmm. I'm going home a little early this year. And then I will celebrate Thanksgiving because it's got its time and place. Mm-hmm. Okay? We respect mm-hmm. that. Sure. And then... On Black Friday, we do not do the sales and everything. We're Cyber Mon- we're a Cyber Monday house. Okay. We literally wake up. I instantly am playing my Christmas playlist, which mm-hmm. is phenomenal, by the way. I wish I could share it, but I have been an Apple Music girl for many years. Oh, yeah. So it would take me ages to get that thing on Spotify for y'all. But yeah. maybe someday maybe. if I'm just swimming in time, which that never happens. <laughs> um, but I... Yeah, we wake up, we've got that Christmas music going, we've got the breakfast cooking, we've got the peppermint mocha creamer out on the island, we've got a mimosa set up, and we are we are pulling up our Christmas pajama sleeves, and we are getting to business. We yeah. have six trees to decorate. And let me tell you, it is a two-day affair. We're gonna have all those day we're gonna have all those trees up by the end of the first day, mm-hmm. but we're gonna be doing final touches, most likely on those basement trees the second day, because there's okay. nothing like the sun setting on the first night of decorating and I mean you're sweaty yeah. you're covered in that kind of like dirt film that comes <laughs> with the fake tree fluffing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're affiliated with this Megan I mean yeah. you're n- nearly you're so far from me when it comes to this, is this psychotic behavior but you know what I mean like when I you're do. fluffing a fake tree yes and then you wash your hands and the, the water's gray and you're yeah. like what is this <laughs> it's probably dust it's something yeah. as simple as dust <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like to paint a picture, we're sweaty. We've got dirty hands. We've definitely ordered takeout because these decorators do not have time Mm-mm. to cook a meal. Mm-mm. And you're drinking a glass of ice cold spiked eggnog at the end of the day. Mm. And you're like, this is the life. Like, yeah. this is the good stuff. And it's so great. And then the next day we top it off and we finish off some of the other trees in the basement. And it's just the best. And it's it's so fun for so many reasons. I I love having people over to my house when I go back home to Indiana. I love hosting people and having my friends over. They look forward. I remember one year Megan was looking so much forward to coming to the Red Ranch for Christmas that she bought Christmas pajamas oh, just yeah. for her sleepover at our house. <laughs> yeah, I would have been out of place if I didn't have yeah. the Christmas pajamas. Absolutely. Truly. You wouldn't you wouldn't show up without a tie to a black tie wedding. Exactly. You wouldn't show up to Chris, to Christmas Wonderland in Marion, Indiana without pajamas. No, seriously. That are the part. Yeah. It's just like rude. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I didn't want to offend anyone in your family. <laughs> exactly. 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 Yeah. And just to be clear, it's literally just my sister and I that are in Christmas pajamas. And she's mostly in Christmas pajamas because I've forced her to be. (laughs) But Megan knows the rules. I'm insane. Um, So, yeah, it's just it's fun. We've put so much effort into everything like the charcuterie boards. We're making we're making a snowman out of different sized wheels of brie <laughs> and surrounding it with popcorn that looks like snow. Mm-hmm. And we're having fondue because we can. And all these things are just different contraptions and things that we've bought for ourselves over the years. And we just celebrate big. And it's yeah. because 
there's this certain twinkle that we all get in our eyes that's just like, oh my gosh, it's Christmas. Like, it's just so exciting and joyful. And I really think that it is beautiful in so many ways because it just accentuates every single one of my family members, all four of us. It accentuates our daughterhood and then for my dad, his sonship, right, of just this like super exciting joy of like remembering Katie and I when we were little kids and how we used to be at Christmas time and how we still get excited for certain things and like even on Christmas Eve we go all out and we go to mass in Indianapolis at my parish and then we go to a nice steakhouse for dinner and then we drive back home and we watch White Christmas on Christmas Eve every single year and then we my dad still reads Katie and I Twas the Night Before Christmas uh-huh. from the book that he got when he was like four years old and oh it's falling gosh. apart and we had it rebound a long time ago because it's tradition and we put out cookies and carrots for Santa and his reindeers. I mean, Katie and I are full grown women, but like, <laughs> it's yeah. just fun. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. And so many other people aren't like this. I know that. And you might even be listening to this and being like, that's so immature. I completely disagree with you. I think it is so fun and yeah. just... A really joyful thing that makes me feel alive and young and little and there's really nothing wrong with that um and then the best part of my day is when katie and i crawl into my bed and we watch charlie brown christmas and we fall asleep and that's christmas eve (laughs) and then christmas day comes with so many more fun traditions and breakfast and everything you know and i'm sure even as i'm sharing this you're thinking of like oh my gosh i can't believe that like this is the week that everything kind of starts up like yeah I can't believe that those traditions that I have that are different from yours are going to be popping up in your head and that they're coming and that you're going to be doing them soon. Or maybe even you're listening to me and you've got this real envy of like, no, that's cute for you, Courtney, but Christmas sucks every year and I Mm. don't want to go home to my family and it is really hard for me and I don't want to celebrate and I'm trying my best, but... I really honestly just wish that I lived with my friends year round because this is going to be really hard. Like there's so many emotions that come up in the holiday season. And I think that it brings out the worst in us because of society in so many ways. But like it's because we're making it about us. Like every year I want to do all of these things because I want to feel Christmas the same way that I did last year and the year before that and the year before that and the year before that. Because I'm obsessed with tradition and I'm obsessed with pleasing and being obsessed with my things that I like and that Mm -hmm. I want to do, you know? Yeah. And if you'll notice, I barely said a single thing about Advent in all of those traditions. (laughs) And yes, I have an Advent calendar, as we all do these days, right? Mm -hmm. Like, there's all sorts of knickknacks and popcorn and jewelry advent calendars that you can treat yourself to something every single day leading up to Christ's birth. Mm -hmm. The world most likely does not realize that that is what they are encouraging. (laughs) (laughs) But we're not talking about advent calendars today. We're talking just about advent. And I, every year, because I desire to be a saint and because I recently really like embraced advent and its beauty when I converted to the Catholic church, I always am like, this year is going to be different. This Mm -hmm. year, I am going, I'm going to kill it. I'm going to get the book. I'm going to read the book. I'm going to journal. I'm going to pray the rosary. I'm going to embrace Advent. And the church says I don't have to fast, so I'm not going to. Because (laughs) that would impact my plan for my tradition. Therefore, thank you for not making it a requirement. (laughs) Cheers. (laughs) 
see you at mass on Christmas Eve. <laughs> like, it is this extremely stubborn little girl. Nope, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it my way. Thank you yeah. so much for your suggestions, but I am going to have way more fun without those rules. See you later. And that goes back to that no rules tendency that I have that I talked about at the beginning, right? Yeah. And so I was I was chatting about this with Megan beforehand, and I was just like, you know what? How how do I actually want to make Advent different this year? And I'm sure as you hear that sentence, you're like, <laughs> oh my gosh, if one more Catholic influencer is like, here are three easy steps to make Advent better this year. You probably want to pound your head into a wall hearing that. <laughs> I I kind of do. Yeah. I work in the industry and I love all the little all the little queens that are over here like these are the three ways to fix it. And they're all really good suggestions oh, yeah. too. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. But I'm just like, can we stop? I just don't want to hear about it anymore. Why? Yeah. Because I don't want to change. Yeah. Newsflash. Yeah. And so I like really thought about this and I was like, okay. How do I actually want it to be different this year? For real. Please don't turn me off when you hear me say that that sentence. (laughs) Like, just really bear with me here and think about it. And I wish, I wish, honestly, Megan, that we would have been recording when we were having these, like, mind-altering realizations of what we we do with Advent. Because (laughs) 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 we were Googling. We were texting a friend. You know who I texted. You're probably listening. Like, I'm like, what do you do? Yeah. (laughs) I suck at it every single year. I really don't want Advent to kill my vibe, but (laughs) also I probably should do something to prepare for the birth of christ you know (laughs) exactly yes 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 and megan was like forgive me if i'm wrong but this is what i've observed you do every year (laughs) like let's hear it (laughs) she was like you buy the advent book there's nothing wrong with that Mm -hmm. i'll probably buy it again oh yeah and then you you either if you're feeling motivated in the morning you'll do the advent book and pray your rosary in the morning or you'll do your Advent book and pray your rosary or not pray your rosary at the end of every day. And that'll be that. You check in, you check out, you check the box, you close the book, you go to bed, or you go about the rest of your day with all of your festivities that you had of watching Santa Claus 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, it's just like checking a box. And I feel like so many of us do this. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I mean, Megan, how do you feel about that? Like, do you feel like you have that tendency too? We didn't really talk about that. Oh my gosh. What's your live reaction here? While <laughs> while you were talking about this, Courtney, I can picture us our senior year of college. We had okay. like four different things we were doing for Advent. It was so overwhelming. We were doing a 54 day rosary this. novena. We had oh my the gosh. Blessed Is She Advent book. We Classic. had We had like... We were going to mass every day. We were praying a holy hour every day. It was yes. It was like so many I things that we had completely. to check off our list. Yes. It was so yes. overwhelming in the worst yes. way. Yes, and yes, yes. That's literally yes, yes. what I'm picturing. I totally agree. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, and I remember even thinking I I completely forgot about that. But I remember thinking, there's no way that I'm going to keep up with this when I get home. I can't wait to get home and stop this madness. Because <laughs> then I'll have the excuse of, I don't have time. I'm with my family. Right. Sorry, I'm out of office. If you yeah. call me, I'm not answering. I'm eating General Tso's in my basement watching Harry Potter. Part two, number seven. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. Toodaloo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And there's like this great, I don't know, there's such... I think that Advent fasting is so unique because we were talking about this too. And we were like, okay, 
how do you actually feel like you're living Advent every day? Like, how do you, how do you do the journal in the morning? Let's mm-hmm. say you have that perfect morning. You wake up, you get a cup of coffee, you go to your room, you go to your living room, wherever. You even go to a chapel, right? Sure. You do your Advent journal. You pray your rosary. You spend a bit of time in mental prayer. Like we're having, we're talking perfect morning. Yeah. You even go to mass, right? Yeah. And then you go home and you live the rest of your day. How is that? Like, that's beautiful. What you just did oh, with yeah. your morning is a plus top notch behavior. Yeah. And then after that, you go home, you wrap presents, you listen to Bing Crosby, take us home again with white Christmas. <laughs> you watch your mu- movies you get coffee with your friend that still lives in your hometown. You reminisce. You do your things. You meet with family, yeah. whatever. All these things aren't bad. Yeah. But, like, I don't really feel like I'm living in Advent after I leave the church. But, right. like, when we're in Lent, I feel like I'm living in Lent every single day. Oh, yeah. Because I was telling Megan before this as well, another little tap into our conversation before recording. Last year for Lent, I fasted from all media except music. And with that fast, you're going to feel like you are fasting all the time. Yeah. Because you're on screens all the time, right? Like, obviously, I worked and I had my computer screen. Yeah. But, like, you are always looking to get on your phone. That's just, like, the way that our limbs are now. We have a screen attached to it at all times. Yeah. And so, like, I was always in this, like, state of penance and in this state of fasting. And, like, I'm not going to forget about Lent because it's a part of every single day where, like, Advent fasting is always this, like, lighter fasting that's right. not as intense and not required. And all of these, like, different tendencies, you know, but, like, yeah, if you're not doing a fast, like, how are you actually going to be living in, how are you going to be living in Advent? And then I was like okay, I'm compartmentalizing Advent. Am I compartmentalizing being a Catholic? And honestly, Megan, as I'm thinking about this, like when I said that to you earlier, of like, am I compartmentalizing being a Catholic? I think that that is why fasting is essential all the time, which I hate that I'm saying this out loud right now because I hate (laughs) fasting. I am a woman of comfort, honey. But like if you're fasting all the time, you're going to, you're always going to remember that you're Catholic. All the time. Yeah. Wow. And you're always going to remember like when to speak up and have those conversations. I was just in New York too. And it was so, so cute. I was obsessed with this. I was sitting on the subway and there was this group of four people, two girls, two guys, and they were clearly Catholic. Okay. They had a word on fire beanie on oh, every cool. single saint medal was clanging around when you're on the subway. You could hear it. <laughs> They're talking about um, St. Martin de Pours and they were like, <laughs> like wrapping these jingles and they were probably like, I would say like sophomores in college. Okay. And they were so joyful and like, the loudest people on the subway. And I was just sitting there looking at this girl that had her word on fire beanie on. And we just kept like locking eyes and being nice Catholics and just smiling back and forth at each other. And I so badly wanted to be like, so you guys are Catholic. Tell me more. <laughs> like yeah, strike yeah. up a conversation. Frankly, I was sweaty. I was hot and I had shin splints and I didn't feel like talking to anybody, <laughs> but I was just observing them. Yeah, And I was like, this is so 
freaking cool and addicting. Like what you guys have is so cool. And like they don't care at all about these like super cool trendy Manhattan people that are surrounding us. Yeah. That they don't care if they come off annoying with their little rap about St. Martin de Poor. Like <laughs> they don't care. Yeah. Because they're Catholic and they're obsessed with being Catholic and I'm not saying that we all need to be in that state of mind all the time. Yeah. But I am saying that, like, I think that I would be more intentional and, like, more proud and ready to talk about it and get into it and share and everything if I was fasting more. Because I'm really, like, honesty hour, Megan. I almost called you mom. You are a mom. (laughs) (laughs) I am a mom. That's fine. (laughs) You are a mom. You just had a baby, right? Yeah. Sure did. Yeah. But, like... (laughs) Really honestly think right now, when's the last time that you actually fasted? Oh. I know it's changing with pregnancy and everything, so this is a yeah. little bit unfair. I'll share mine too. But like you could be fasting right now, like to call you out. Right. Oh yeah. Like I'm I'm better now. When I was pregnant, I didn't fast for more than I needed to. Like I was already fasting from so much oh, yeah. as a pregnant woman and that was like Lent but was you were kind also of like so you know? sick. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. it was you rough. were so so sick. Like it yeah. was so different. So like yeah. counting that aside, that kinda doesn't totally. count. But like right now you could be right. right. Yes, totally. Okay. I didn't yeah. know if that was different with nursing, but Yeah. Yeah. I mean I'd still have to eat, but I could fast from anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're not talking black fast here. No, no, no. I'm just talking a fast in general. Even no pillow, right? Like, it doesn't have to be food. Right, right. Um, It's been so long. Like, I I don't remember my last... And I used to be obsessed with fast. I used to love fasting. I I remember that about you in college. Yeah, Yeah, and I think think that's that zeal that comes with being a convert, but... Yeah, I just totally. Like, That's a grace. Like, this is the coolest thing ever. Like our prayers are so much more powerful. And I could tell like when I connected my prayer to a fast, the prayer was yeah. just so strong. I could just feel it and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I feel like such a wimp nowadays because I'm like, oh, any discomfort I couldn't even imagine. And I feel like right. the pandemic has something to do with that. And like, yeah, how everything got so weird and stuff. But yeah. It's been a very totally. long time since I've intentionally fasted from something that like I can feel throughout my day, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Right. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I know the last time that I fasted was there might have been a time that I was like, I'm going to fast for my future spouse and not put cream in my coffee. I think that I might have done that. Yeah. Yeah like six months ago maybe yeah I also could totally be making that up and thinking about a time (laughs) that I did that a long time ago but I know for certain that the last time that I fasted was Easter and it's November and I'm just a young little young adult like totally able I have no dietary restrictions or diabetes or anything like I am a fully able to fast little queen and I am not doing it because I don't want to do it yeah and even as you're hearing this you're probably like this freaking schmuck is gonna tell me to stop listening to Christmas music and to not put (laughs) creamer in my coffee and to not have the peppermint bark that my mom makes when I get home for the holidays. And I'm not doing what you tell me to, Courtney, because you don't control me and you don't even know me, so back off. (laughs) If that aggression is rising in your heart, trust me, I'm with you, sis. It's okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you to do that. But I did reach out to a few wise friends 
and those friends are McLean Noah and Father Logan Parrish. Shout mm-hmm. out to my wise, wise friends from the state of Indiana. And I asked them, would you consider that fasting in Advent is like something that you'll be doing or like something that you would consider like essential, right? Yeah. And both of them said yes. And McLean put it in a really like cute little way of like, fast from something to make you excited for Jesus to come and for him to be born. Right. Um, Something that you take away until he comes back, comes into the earth. Right. Yeah. And then father Logan being very wise was just like, yeah, purple seasons are seasons of penance and prayer. And then he said, I loved this. We empty out of what is unnecessary. So as to be filled up with what is good. And I'm going to say that one more time because I always need to hear things twice. We empty out of what is unnecessary so as to be filled up with what is good. And I love that because I was thinking about it instantly right afterwards. I had the question of what is unnecessary that I do in this season? Like, yeah, I'm not going to go full fledged Lent fast of like major suffering, major penance, really fasting, really getting into it. But in my seven years of being Catholic, I promise you this, I have not successfully fasted and done something consistently other than the Advent Journal, which is still a really great step. Yeah. I have never done that in my seven years of being Catholic, ever. Because it's like, it's not a requirement. The world is like, here, have another chocolate. And tradition, I mean, environment, again, just scorches me. It scorches me up. Like, I'm just like, see ya. I'm going to go off to Candyland with Santa Claus because it is so (laughs) cute there. Like, that's what I want to do. I don't want to consider a fast. And so even when it's like the time to start gearing up for it, like the Monday that you're listening to this podcast, by the way, it's like, yeah, I'm not even going to try to think of a fast because I don't want to do one. And I don't have to go to confession if I don't do one. So catch you on the flippity flip again. See you at Mass on Christmas Eve. Can't wait to see what you wear, right? Like, it's just messy. And so I was just asking myself that question of like, okay, what is unnecessary that I do in this season? And my most recent unnecessary habit is I watch TV before bed. I touched on this a few episodes back when I talked about my hatch and I talked about how on, like, to remind you, the hatch is the amazing alarm clock that I'm obsessed with, Mm -hmm. with the sunset and the birds Mm -hmm. chirping and that whole behavior, right? Just in case you missed that episode, it's a good one. And I, what was I talking about with my hatch? Because I'm also packing my hatch and I just keep thinking about how I hope that it connects to my Wi-Fi network when I get back home to Indianapolis. (laughs) I'm such a princess. But with the hatch, I watch TV while I have my hatch on, which again, Mm -hmm. just completely removes the point of the hatch. And in that episode, I was like, yeah, I do that every once in a while on my rough nights. Well, it's turned into an every night occasion. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) I will have a glass of wine. I'll turn my hatch on. My little like rain walk sound turns on. The sun's setting. I've got one tree hill on. I'm drinking my wine. I'm folding my laundry. I'm brushing my teeth when my wine's gone. I get ready for bed. The hatch is officially set. The sun has set. It's time for bed. And I would like to watch one more episode, please. So then I click the next episode episode and then I'm up until around like 12 o'clock midnight right not the end of the world I wake up at like seven so it's still plenty of sleep not as much as I'd like I definitely work better in the eight to nine hour range of sleep and I just keep doing it every single night 
and I look forward to it. It's my me time. It's when I get to watch whatever I want to watch, and I can stop whenever I want to stop, and that is my me time, and I just, I love it very, very much, and I'm looking forward to it this evening even, you know? Yeah. But it's completely unnecessary. I'm not trying to cut TV out of my life entirely. I'm not going to say no to Christmas movies with my family at the end of the day when we go downstairs and watch a movie together. Yeah. I'm not going to say no to a TV show with my parents in the afternoon at lunch or whatever. Like, yeah. I'm not going to completely turn off media and not listen to Mariah Carey take us home one more time this season. I'm just <laughs> not going to watch TV before I go to bed because no. it's entirely unnecessary. And we empty out of what is unnecessary so as to be filled up with what is good. Mm. And what is going to be good about me removing that thing that is unnecessary? One, it'll make me very excited for when Jesus is coming and when he's born. Because on Christmas Day, when we have celebrated his birth, I can crawl into bed and I can watch a little something and stay up late and have my me time that I really enjoy. That is not a bad thing. But it is a catalyst for other bad things because then I can stay up really late sometimes or wake up last minute for work and not really feel ready or miss mass the next day or skip my rosary because I'll live without it. You know, right. (laughs) I am dumb when it comes to that mentality. (laughs) I'll live without it. Like, sorry, Mary, don't need your help today. I got this one. Like, are you serious, Courtney? For the love, you know, but It's just like that behavior is just unnecessary. And so I want you guys to really, really, really chew on that question. After hearing the phrase, we empty out of what is unnecessary so as to be filled up with what is good. What is unnecessary that you do in this season? Like, what is that one thing that when I'm saying this, you're like, dang it. Yeah, you're right. I don't need that. It is unnecessary. It's not going to impact my family traditions. It's not going to impact my family drama. It's not going to impact my sleep or if I'm prepared for work or my caffeine level. Like, it's just flat out unnecessary and you just don't need it. What is that thing? Kick it to the curb during Advent and hit me up on Christmas Day. Let me know how it went. (laughs) And I will actually try so hard to do this because I've never successfully fasted for Advent. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I don't know if you have, Megan. I I feel like you said that you hadn't, but if you have, I'm sorry for putting those words in your mouth. At this point, I can't remember. That's a good question. I mean, we were talking so much about like, okay, how do we actually do this? And I feel like we would have thought of something, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just hard. This time of it's year hard. is so hard. Yeah. The world is so against it. Like, I almost feel like it's a little easier during Lent because oh, you're yeah. like in spring, everyone's like, let's drink green juice every day and not eat anything and yeah. get skinny for summer and everything. But like right now it's like, honey, just buy another sweater. If you feel yeah. fat, whatever. Like yeah. it's sweater weather. You can't see anything anyway, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that's right, sis, as I eat another York peppermint patty. Yeah. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers to you. Where'd you get your sweater? You know? (laughs) Yeah. It's just crazy. And I know we all have that one thing. We all have that one habit, that one behavior that when we get back to our families at Christmas time, it's totally going to be the same habit again. We're going to do the same thing. We're going to hop into the same routine. We're going to neglect Jesus in the same way. And 
I, I just don't want you guys to fall into that rut that I so easily get get into so mm-hmm. so easily of like, well, that's just the way that it's always been. Like, I'm just not going to. I'm not going to change this. I'm not going to fight the feeling like I'm just going to do what my family always does. And I'm not going to cause a ruckus or be better because that's too hard. No, like your family loves you. Be better. Get up. Do the thing that you really want to do and that you would do when you're not at home for the holidays or wherever, you know, like it's just... You just have to choose that one little thing that's unnecessary to help you remember that you're in the season of Advent every single day. Yeah. And I I really feel like, I mean, I'm going to be learning with you guys, but I really feel like that that is going to change the way that we act outside of it. The way that we love our family, the way that we love ourselves, the way that we pray, the way that we eat. Like, there's just not going to be as much indulging. There's going to be more intentionality and anticipation for Christ's birth because that's what we're in the season of anticipation for Christ's birth. Even on Thanksgiving, that's where I'll be <laughs> like yeah. thinking about that because yeah. it's just my favorite time of the year. So I don't know. That's my little two cents for you yeah. this, this holiday season. I really think we can really change a lot by just thinking of what that one little unnecessary thing is that we need to remove. Yeah, so. I really, I really like that. I feel like that makes Advent seem a little less scary and a little less intimidating, mm-hmm. more exciting, and really puts the focus on preparing for Christmas. I really like that. Right, right. Instead yeah. of feasting for Christmas every single day, the whole and way there's there. not really yeah. any difference. <laughs> yeah. feasting all I the like way that. yeah yep. <laughs> oh, what fun it is to ride like it's just that's me it's like oh it's christmas let's feast i have been yeah <laughs> where have you guys been i've yeah. been fasting this whole time it's been awesome yeah exactly. ham whatever we had that last night like it's just right. like and that's not due to like my family or anything it's just like that's how i've always done it like right i am little miss let's be extra and do something fun and yeah you can still be extra and have fun this time of year, but I really think that like your extent to that extra behavior and your extent to that splurging and refusing no and doing whatever the heck you want, I think that that will naturally be refined by fasting because Jesus yeah. wants that to be refined. He wants yeah. you to be the greatest version of yourself and you splurging on everything is not the greatest version of yourself. Newsflash. It's just not. Yeah. And you know it. I mean, I know it. When I get back from a shopping spree, just spending so much money on my friends for gifts and being like, it's a gift. It's okay. I get yeah. home and I'm like, yee, that was not, <laughs> not good. <laughs> I know you're going to love it. But like, if yeah. you return it, could you give me my money back? And we yeah. could try this again. Like, it's just like <laughs> icky. You know, you know that thing that you do. And it might not be this materialistic struggle that I'm in. But if it is, join the club. Yeah. But we all know it. Like, we have that thing. And yeah, just just start with the small little nothing of yep. what is unnecessary. And when you're fasting from that little thing and you really want to give in and just do it anyway, think about the refining and how much better you can be. Mm-hmm. It is worth it. Yeah. It is worth it. I promise you that. So that's all. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Black Friday. Happy de- Christmas decorating and whatever else you guys will have going on this week. Buckle up, wear a cute blazer and a turtleneck. I always wear a turtleneck for turkey day. If that's what you do, (laughs) please tag me and let me know because I will geek out. I'm obsessed with turtlenecks for turkey day. My sister and I do it every single year. (laughs) Um, And yeah, 
Just enjoy time with your family and make it about him, not about you. That's my that's my final word for the day. That's what I always, always do. I make it about me and it's about him. So <laughs> cheers, 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 cheers. Cheers. I think that's it. Gobble, gobble, cuties. (laughs) (laughs) See you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.